0: The um, current podcast that I'm on. Um, my name is Linnea, and this is the current podcast that I'm on. It is also the current podcast that Tommy and Melanie are on. I'm on it. Who are um, this is true. my co hosts this week. Uh and always are all we're to be... yeah, we're always waiting. No,
1: only this week.
0: Oh <laughs> only this week. Tommy's um, quitting.
2: Just
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh <laughs> he's given his two weeks' notice, which means he'll be here for two more weeks. That's what that means. But then he's yeah.
2: then he's fucking done. He's taking his little box. <laughs> seeing his yeah. banker box of bobbleheads and he's out. And then we get Alex Furness. Thanks Alex, Alex Furness, Furness for being, for being
0: absolutely guessing. ever <laughs> last week. Um no. Uh it is me, Melody and Tommy until the end of time hosting this podcast or until we get shut down by the government. Um we are going to be recapping what happened in the past month because as um our listeners can tell or listener uh depending on how many listens we get this week (laughs) uh we have uh not had our regularly scheduled programming for the past month we had about one episode and um a lot has happened in news in culture in entertainment yes. so rather than um us having three separate individual topics that we share with each other um uh, and melanie have prepared some topics and i'm just gonna sit back and listen and see what's been going on since i've been in my bunker for one month um i've been gone her, and her i've been working in utah with bunker the biosphere <laughs> in arizona
2: <laughs> With, uh, oh
0: yeah, I also went to Arizona So I've been working in Utah and Arizona With minimal cell service for most of the month So I also have had minimal connection To what's been going on in entertainment <laughs> And I'm very excited to learn about it I will say I, I have gleaned Three things that happened Ooh, um, What are, your, thi- what are out... your
2: things that you figured out That happened mm-hmm.
0: Well I know uh, I know Lil Nas X released a video Yeah, And I actually listened I listened to the song today. It's very, very good. And then uh, Olivia Rodrigo also released she did. Deja Vu. She did. Oh, no. And then um, Lil Nas X album, or song is called Call Me By Your Name. Yes. Per,
2: uh, 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 both, like, uh, uh, amazing, wonderful songs. Just stole it. Um, I, you know, it's, it is well, a direct. Well, he can because no, he's. Uh, he's a black gay man. Member of the queer also, community. Also, he, he stole d- it's from a, like it's a, a cle- book in no, a No, Tommy, it's clearly a reference.
1: I oh, those reference. are white Steel. people. You can I'm call thinking it what you of will. Uh, it's the same ass name.
2: I'm thinking of a different gay movie. I'm thinking of Midnight. No, Call Me by Your Name is a gay movie, but yeah. it's not black.
1: No,
0: but he's a member of the queer
2: community. But He is. These yes, are, he is. Yes. All it's a these things
1: are true and don't contradict <gasps> each other. Or
2: <laughs> uh,
0: it's a reference to Timothy Chalamet, Timothy Chalamet, in that. Movie. Why him? Okay. Uh. Anyways, what else has happened in entertainment? I literally think that's it. I think that's all that needs to be said. But <laughs> Melanie and Tommy are going to be bringing up some other um, entertainment news, and I will decide whether or not they are nearly as important as these two songs. I don't think anything could be more important than these two songs. But uh, who wants to go first?
1: Yeah, that's Melanie a high or bar. Tommy? It's, it's Melanie. No? You're shaking your no, head no? it's
2: Tommy because if he's ever going to do very switchy-switchy, uh, you have more. So you should go first.
0: Alright, I'll go. Uh, oh, Was that the first the first little chords of Deja Vu? Oh, uh, yeah.
1: It's uh, so uh.
0: good. Oh, it's such a good song. Hey, Linnea,
1: have you Speaking heard of, of references. the Snyder Cut?
0: Yes, I have, Tommy. Uh, Actually, this is the other news item that I
1: this actually I was explained. so for background Uh, Linnea <laughs> called me the other day and was like, hey, uh, I'm working this job at, with Sif now and all my coworkers talking about the Snyder cut. And I don't know anything. Of, I don't I can't keep up. What informed me? So I told her a little bit, but uh, I'm sure that both of you probably still have questions about it because this is not your domain per se.
0: Yeah, I mean, you did explain to me, but I did black out the entire time. So please explain again.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so the Snyder Cut. uh, Okay, so Justice League is a film in the DCEU that came out uh, 2016 or 17. Uh, I don't know the exact year, but who gives a shit? All these DC movies. So uh, it came out and it was originally written. It was going to be another Zack Snyder auteur film uh experience you know all the slow mo a, and a the...
2: tommy moment if you will
1: what does that mean
2: it's just a joke about you uh being an Arthur.
1: oh well it's just
2: a funny joke
1: i don't know if that's For a fr- compliment
2: it's a fr- uh, it's a friends of the podcast joke
1: so it was gonna be zack snyder's baby but uh, he had to leave the project due to a personal tragedy. His daughter died during the production of it.
2: Oh, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God.
1: And... I had no idea.
2: <laughs> oh, my oh yeah. my God.
1: That part of the story does get a little overlooked uh, when most people are just talking about the fanboys yeah. being crazy and the fact that it's four hours long and blah, right. But okay. no, there's actually like the reason I don't like entirely want to make fun of and shit on the snyder project even though i don't think it was going on right yeah i I do think he deserved to be able to put this out because the movie got taken over by joss whedon who uh didn't make it better
2: i do not like joss whedon i do not like him sam i am
1: yeah he made that four-hour movie into a two-hour one reshot a lot of it added a bunch of dumb quippy jokes and bits and goofs and gaffs and uh now people finally get the four hour uncut original version uh completed and put on hbo max so i didn't watch it because i was like if I, I was interested like okay is this going to be a train wreck is this going to be a Batman versus Superman level fuck up again and that we've been waiting all this time and we just get like a terrible movie out of it I thought it would have been interesting if that were the case but people have actually said no it's it's not that bad people aren't saying it's amazing but they're saying that it's definitely better than the version that was released theatrically by Joss Whedon and for that reason i'm not actually that interested anymore because that's not very interesting to me i'm not gonna watch a four hour average movie no offense uh but yeah that's the rundown
0: yeah i will say like there was a statistic about like only a third of the people that that started it finish it Oh. Yeah.
1: Like 2 now million people started it, it and from then from
0: third party analytics yeah,
1: then 800,000 yeah. made it to the end of yeah. I uh, not surprising.
2: As somebody who has seen the film Gone with the Wind and I watched it with Linnea. If you have some I've never Linnea seen Shane. that movie, oh, my god. <laughs> <laughs> Linnea, you have seen that entire movie. <laughs> no, watched it together no. in my old house. I do I you, Eleni, i hate to make you else. think you that might you, you I, might have been you might have been under the influence but you definitely watched. Like it her. she did she did <laughs> homework during the she did homework during it oh. it was all well, of this sounds, that house house sounds like on me. elm street and and it's the with god as my witness i will never be hungry again
0: I have never watched it in has my seen life. the
2: film Gone with the Wind. I'll believe you.
0: She I'll has seen
2: you. it. Um, it's not so bad if you have something else going on. Like Lynne and I were chatting. We had to go get tea. We did lots of things. It's not so bad to watch such a long movie if you've got some sort of mm-hmm. activity. It's like dinner theater. If you've got back it's like background noise. Yeah. But you check in. <laughs> but you check in.
1: The Zack Snyder, the ultimate experience, <laughs> auteur filmmaking, as and you can noise. Yeah, do your laundry or your homework sort of ch- or Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Laundry actually would be perfect because you can kind of keep your eyes on it, you know? How many ways are there to fuck up a t-shirt fold? Uh, yeah.
0: Uh, Well, that one didn't necessarily count as like a live reaction from me as a person this who is has true. been... Out of yeah, out of she was I have one out of the loop because I I did get the rundown before, but um we'll say not going to watch it. Yep,
1: agreed.
2: Uh Melly? oh, hello, um, Lana Del Rey released "Chemtrails Over the Country Club" this. This month. Oh, my gosh. Okay. She released it in March. So it is now April, and this will be coming out in April. But, okay. it, but she did release it in March uh, 19th, it looks like. Okay. Um, I I do not have any news about this, but I have listened to it several times. Um, a CD has been burned for me, so I can listen to it in my car with safety precautions. Um. Because otherwise I'd put my headphone. It doesn't matter. Um Got it. Chemtrails Over the Country Club. you had to have safety precautions for listening to the album. It's because otherwise I'd listen to it with my headphones on, and that would just make the whole experience very dangerous. Um I learned recently that that's illegal. Um So Chemtrails Over the Country Club is Lana Del Rey's most recent album, and everyone um, in the world knows that uh she's... She's not on the wrong right side of history. She really anymore. isn't. No, and and I, Uh-oh. I am. I'm reluctant to say she's canceled because that doesn't seem to be the reaction that people have to her. It's more that, Lana, stop talking. We like your music. Shut the fuck up. Like, just let us like your what music.
1: What did she say about the chem Yeah. So, no, no
2: no, so, no, no, no. That's I just the name. She hasn't Lana done that. Lana Del Rey. Do you have information Aww. on her?
0: That we can brief Tommy on uh, for like why she's like slightly canceled. I knew it so yeah. well. I used to know it so. Convert- so I I can give a little bit of a rundown yeah. from what I remember. So she took to Twitter in an inappropriate way
2: where Always she good. she basically made notes on her iPad iPod.
0: Yeah, and she made iPhone. blanket statements <laughs> about the merits of. Um, I don't know if it was like the merits of for like getting these awards or being really popular but she basically named like three really big female black um artists i think it was like maybe beyonce rihanna and nikki i think it's nikki
2: because it's always nikki
0: yeah and and it was kind of saying like why is it that i am viewed in this really like niche way um as a you know, whatever people see me as, and I'll never be able to be as big or whatever as these black women artists, basically mm. kind of like complaining that her music is never going to be
2: is like subjugated to a subgenre or something. Because she is a skinny because kind of- she's a skinny, pretty, soft feminine woman. She's like she she really she really equated the struggles of being a soft feminine small woman a certain type mm-hmm. of woman um white a white privileged woman to being a group that suffers so she really did the like i don't see color also yeah. stop hurting my feelings i have so much struggle and and so then it was implied that it was because it i'm was, a soft white woman
1: it's just it was like white victimization
2: no Yeah, it was, it was, it was was like, like why are, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, it, it really, like. Why can't
1: I be the wet ass pussy?
2: Tommy, I think it really is worth noting that the, like, I watched so many videos on this and the amount of, like, feeling I have towards it is so vague and I'm, I'm upset, but it, it, it's all very not concrete. She's not canceled. It's just, oh, shut the fuck up. It's just weird. Just shut up. It's just,
1: why are you posting this in public? This is like a diary post.
2: This is something for you to process with your... Yeah, exactly. And um, she clearly felt insecure about something. And I think think the lesson we learned here is that nobody feels threatened by Lana Del Rey in any way. That they could feel Uh, like she could really make a difference in the world. You know what I mean? By saying these things. No one feels threatened. I'm
0: being our fact... I'm being our fact checker. Please, so, thank you. Uh, She's a scientist now. What happened now. was, um, Lana Del Rey claimed, this is from the BBC, yeah. um, talking okay. about it, and it says, in her original post, Del Rey claimed she had been branded an, ant- so it wasn't anything about her popularity, it was actually about um, how she had been branded an anti-feminist pariah. Yeah. while quote, Doge- Doja Cat, Ariana, Camila, um, or Camille Cabello, right? Cardi B, Kalani, and Nicki Minaj, <laughs> who are all um, real POC performers, and right. Beyonce had all sung about being sexy, wearing no clothes, da da da, cheating, etc., without yeah. facing oh, similar yeah, criticism. yeah, that was what it so was. List, yeah, 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 yeah. The list that she made—they are, I mean, to her credit, not to her credit. No, those are all very like popular artists right now, but it is like really tasteless for her not to realize was, she's all well, naming it, women okay. of color. It, and,
2: and it
1: was but she the the heart of it the root of it is her being accused of being anti-feminist with her lyrics yes. does she explain like
2: no she or
1: do we know like she, what people are accused like what the accusations are it, like, she's what? not
2: wrong that's that's not something that that's not something that's new uh she has kind of always been considered somebody who is obsessed with this hyper femininity this this soft woman who is a victim romanticizes abuse yeah and Uh... and i i you know here's the deal tom is that yes she does is it harmful to young women like me 18 listening to her albums yes super um but fuck can she write a song like i really like her music mm-hmm. and and it spoke to me, me in a way when i when i was much younger uh when i was <laughs> when i was young and beautiful <laughs> um but uh it 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 is good and i liked it and it it made me feel seen and it made me feel heard and despite everything i mean she has a a large following and i i think that her her music does credit or her her music does merit that
0: oh yeah also um on the Lana cancel train yeah uh
2: she wore um oh, mask, mask oh, the lace at, mask at like a book signing yes <laughs> at the like at her poetry signing she had like it was a mask wait, during this year her mask was what completely it? like it was mesh it was it was Uh, not a mask it was not effective (laughs) she wore a fake mask yeah okay
1: cool yeah keep talking about the chemtrails
2: so (laughs) yeah oh yeah and i was gonna talk about even the title so chemtrails over the country club the song specifically um Mm -hmm. is it is sort of a you know Again, I haven't read a lot about this album. If anything, I read the first sentence of a review right before I started talking. And I realized, no, I think I'm just going to be honest about how I feel about this album. I just like it. Chemtrails Trill's Over the Country Club is uh, a really lovely album. She's playing with a lot of different genres. Uh, She gets a little folksy in it. um, And I mean, like Joni Mitchell folksy, like 1960s folksy. uh she put play- what taylor swift is, uh, aspires to be uh, i don't want to compare her to another artist because i do not feel comfortable with that at this moment i do not feel like i have a strong enough grasp on the album to do such a thing she plays with country a little bit she gets a little jazzy it's it, it isn't it isn't crazy different than what she's done before but it, it feels mature and i really like it and um and I will definitely have to listen to it. I, to listen. A high recommendation for that. Chemtrolls over the Country Club specifically uh, feels um, almost like satire. Uh, she references a lot of uh, kind of... I mean, again, it's Americana. It's it's Lana Del Rey. Tommy, she's really famous for doing Americana and, and making these pictures of this 1960s America where everything is, you know, super vivid and super bright. All like this Kodachrome kind of like visual shit, everything's like... Well, I think... but I, I think the name... Chemtrails Over the Country Club could, is definitely a reference to the idea that they're like this wealthy group of people who are uh, reckless and stuff, and and they are also these people who have uh, bad, th- weird, weird views of of politics. <gasps> Chemtrails Over the Country Club well, I isn't... Think, is no, I think yeah, what it okay. is, yeah. Yeah. is the okay. name
0: isn't necessarily like... Weird views just I mean I haven't Listed the album but I think that chemtrails is Reference to like white trash And like white trash People are really into conspiracy theories And then country. so it's It's a parody of her being The clash between Country club like rich Culture and white trash Culture
2: Uh, She does talk a lot about her um, Horoscope which does Make me feel directly targeted uh because she is also a cancer and her birthday is the day after mine or the day before mine um but uh the chorus is um oh god i totally misinterpreted an entire line of the song but anyway um There's nothing wrong contemplating God under the chemtrails over the country club, wearing our jewels in the swimming pool, me and my sisters just playing cool under the chemtrails over the country club. Uh, That is a song. I like it. Uh, uh, When I was a waitress wearing a white dress. White dress is the big famous one that everyone is talking about on this album. It's a fucking bop. Uh, I felt like a god because of my waitress job is, is such a mood. Um, it's an incredible anthem. It made me feel seen. It made me feel heard. Uh, it's dark, but it's just a game. Makes my insides flip, turn upside down. That song makes my heart explode. I love her so much. Um, there How would is- you compare this? Have you listened to her other albums? I have.
0: Have you listened to, like what's that Mariner's Apartment Complex album? Do you think that it's like, do you like this better than her Born to Die or the one that Mariner's Apartment Complex Okay, it's Complex not going to be Born on? to Die. Norman Bo- fucking Rockwell. Norman
2: fucking Rockwell was, okay. Born to Die is an album with like, I think it's like 12 songs. They're all the same song, but they all feel really, really good. But they're all iconic. Yeah, exactly. It's all, it's one <laughs> big, it's one big <laughs> stew of one iconic song. And <laughs> in and it put me into a fugue state as a, as a young woman. And I think that's special, but also, no, I, I don't, I don't, I, I do like born to die. It has a special place in my heart. I have not listened to it probably in five years. Um, Norman Fucking Rockwell. I listened to when it came out. I did not return to the album. I did not think it was worth my time for some reason. Yeah, there's like three really great songs on it, and I listen to them. But there's no journey to it. That's how I feel. There's no, there's no journey to it. The theme doesn't feel very close to me. We experience. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, it's not for me, I guess. Um, but for Chemtrails Over the Country Club, there, there's a maturity to this album. She's clearly in a place in her life where she's ready to settle down and and she's talking about more adult feelings. It feels really nice to hear her do that. Um, uh, She has a song, I can't remember the name, but it's like, uh, love you like a woman. Let me love you like a woman, let me hold you like a baby. Holy shit, wow, finally. Sidebar. Uh, finally, a lo- Tommy, sidebar, Tommy.
0: Yeah, uh, what? Whenever we talk about girl stuff, you glaze over. <laughs>
2: I guess. We yeah, <laughs> literally at my do part. not participate.
1: I'm trying to, I have nothing to contribute.
2: But you need to look up the song, then you need to do some research while we you're looking at your research. <laughs> we, you we do about research nerd on your fucking movie. shit. We do the work. God,
0: <laughs> it's your
2: podcast. Do some work.
1: Don't say it's mine, it's ours.
2: It is, well, but you need to. You're like, acting like you're over it. You're acting like it's two women like talking, it's not and yours. you're not. You're 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 dis- just you're dissociating from it. I'm looking at my
1: phone, trying to think about which of these next topics. I think what's I would important be best for you to, to do is
2: is That's put all. yourself into Lana Del Rey shoes and maybe read like a Billboard mm. article about maybe stay in seen, the present. Tommy, I've seen you do this. I've seen you this where you go like on Billboard and you do review. You look at a review of something that we're talking about and you bring some really interesting points to that we haven't thought about and you make us think you can do that you can save the show
1: i sure so okay
2: she has a really strong theme throughout the uh the it felt full-fledged it felt it felt like she's having adult feelings and it was nice to have her finally relate to someone who's my age um she's at she's kind of for the first time looking back on her life which is something we haven't really heard from her um She's talking about settling. She's it It seems very much like she's got this energy of like, I'm done with the hustle and bustle of this kind of like wild lifestyle I've been living. Um, Do you think she it's, is it's, it because she got COVID from that mess? <laughs> no, I think it's a nostalgia for her early career. And I, and I and I think that she's settled with this, albeit a fucking cop. She's settled with this nice man that she does seem to want to spend the rest of her life with. And, 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 and he's a cop. He's a fucking cop, Lynn. He's a cop. He's not like a cop, like oh, he supports the police. No, he's literally a police officer. He's a cop. He's a fucking cop. He's he's a he's a pig. Uh,
1: how dare he?
2: How dare her do this? to me no
1: how dare anyone take that profession
2: oh yeah honestly though
1: cancel him so
2: but (laughs) he can't be canceled he's not famous (laughs) cancel the man if he knew what was good for him he'd quit his job and start giving all of his money to like charity battered women genuinely like i hate him so much um uh it's, you know, she talks about, I want to move out of L.A., I want to move to the to the country, I'm done with the hustle and bustle, um, what would you say if I quit singing? She does allude a lot to quitting her job. She also uses the word jewels in place of jewelry more times than <laughs> I'm comfortable with. And I there's a line where she says, I go shopping for jewels, we go into the swimming pool, Wearing Our Jewels. Uh, those are two separate songs. And then there is a third song where she references Jewels. Um, it, it's. She's clearly unhinged. I mean, she's Lana Del Rey after all. But. Do you think it's it's her good friend, Julia? Uh, uh, jewels. <laughs> she just loves Jewels. She just loves that girl so much. Um, I, I guess I, my feeling about this album is it felt like. I've met that crossroads again with her. I've met that crossroads again with Lana Del Rey where I feel like she's speaking to me again, which felt nice. And uh, I liked it. And uh, do I hate her? Am I disappointed by her? Yes, absolutely. 100%. But this album fucking slaps. Illegally download it. Find it for free. Um, Do not give her your money. I understand if you don't want to do that. But it's definitely worth a listen. It will make your heart warm. Just don't give her your money that's how i feel can i say that we're
0: yeah i mean everybody uses spotify anyways so
2: no it that still gives her money i'm talking about like do crime i can't i i can't do crime is it because you don't right know now. how to no i just can't do crime right now i hear that i love that for you i think that's a really brave step for you to take tommy what have you got
1: I've been trying to find something interesting about her on Google for the last five minutes. I swear, I didn't find mm-hmm. anything. Mm-hmm. Hey,
0: uh, Linnea, you go on YouTube much? A little bit, just to watch my yoga videos in the morning.
1: Okay, that's good. That sounds like a wholesome genre of video. What about a uh, yep. lifestyle vloggers or like makeup? Mm uh vloggers. Is it James? Are
2: you talking about James? I mean James no, Charles
1: I, and David Dobrik have been super oh, canceled.
2: Whoa.
1: <gasps> I, I can't wait
0: to <laughs>
2: hear. Okay. Uh, it's actually not
1: that fun. I don't uh, know who David Dobrik is. <laughs> he I know who so, James Charles is. I became aware of him via... Um,
0: wow, sisters, two times. I'll- Melanie uh, hey, sisters. Melanie quoted a, a, a Lana a Del Rey lyric where she said sisters, which is a little, you know... Sister, sister, it's sister word. singular. And then James mm. Charles says, hey, sisters. No, no,
2: no, she's meaning her sister. She's saying a singular sister
1: anyway i don't really so like, like these youtube the <laughs> why am i
0: defending lana del why don't really...
2: am i helping her <laughs> A ah, lana
0: del rey apologists
2: uh, i am i i i want to i'm gonna go i'm gonna go die i'm gonna go, i'm gonna i am going to
0: i do not really what happened
2: with these two ladies i these yeah sure
1: you can call them that i don't really uh enjoy the mainstream like hundred not hundred but like at least tens of millions of hits per video, kind of youtube youtubers, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, I just know of them via their controversies every now and then and uh David dobrik uh it's not even it's there was an article basically which came out um after there had been a few other smaller controversies of people who used to be in his quote-unquote vlog squad which were the people that he made videos with um and they they're all like kind of playing versions of themselves quote-unquote like they're doing this crazy stuff for the vlog for the content and it's just like it's trashy and awful and like clickbaity and like kissing pranks and whoa i bought a tesla i crashed the tesla like giving away teslas all that shit yeah uh and anyway there were people coming out being like actually
0: what is in the video
1: yeah or is it just super clickbaity? okay no there's actual he's actually like i think the first time i heard of david was like people on twitter being like i He's giving away another Tesla. You
2: know, Dobrik did So
1: he's like the good guy of YouTube. He gives <laughs> shit away.
2: Dobrik is somebody I've heard mentioned by other YouTubers, where they're like, "Yeah," and I'm talking about, I'm talking about YouTubers like blah 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 blah. Dobrik blah 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 blah. He's like always mentioned like that, but I never. He he's was
1: always kind of like a golden boy. Yeah. But anyway, he seems people to be are amongst coming out them. and saying that uh, they were sort of coerced into doing stuff in the vlogs that they were not on board with. And then they'd get posted anyway, and they would ask him to take the videos down and he would just try to pay them off. Wasn't looking great. Just like nothing criminal exactly, but it was like real sketchy. And then this article came out uh, where this girl came forward, basically saying that she was raped in, a video that took place and that the the joke of the video is like one of their the guys of his gang invites over five girls from like an Instagram story being like who wants to have a five sum with me or something yeah, like that. Yeah so
2: I'm yeah it and the the vlog is titled She Should Not Have Played with Fire exclamation point exclamation point.
1: Yeah awful but I'm I'm following along like, with
2: the timeline right now. The whole thing
1: is like they brought these girls over and mm-hmm. he they Five got them s- wasted, yeah. Yeah, they they were also like I think like 18 to 21, like some of them were definitely Super underage for, duper, to be yeah. drinking. How old is
0: he? Uh, He's... I think he was
1: like 30 something, I think, Ugh. or like late 20s, but
0: okay,
1: yeah. The so, people anyway, in this group. anyway, uh, intoxication, uh non-consent very bad situation and it's all like put up in the vlog under the guise of like oh oh, that was crazy right bro yeah (laughs) and uh the girl came forward with the story and people are now like hey what the fuck yeah that's horrible and he got dropped by tons of sponsors and he posted two apology videos uh within like a week of each other
0: uh are they actual apology videos the first one was only two
1: minutes and it was the titled let's talk and the comments were turned off Mm -hmm. so i don't think that one was so much of an apology it's just like a hey let me dampen the fires so i can retain my sponsors Mm
2: -hmm. and
1: then that didn't work and then the second one was more of a real, like, okay, sit on the floor, and it, it's it's one a.m., and I'm just gonna talk to you real. I don't even, I'm not even on a set. I'm just like filming this. I'm just Do speaking you from you heart. So
2: I will say Saturday Night YouTube... Live has already done a parody video of the apology video. Damn, they did on Saturday. it's that big. Do you know? Did it air? the The video for for SNL? Yes, yes. yes. on the main show. Yes. Oh wow! Yeah, SNL um, aired a know- sketch parodying YouTuber apology videos titled "Viral Apology Video." Oh, so it's it's all of the apology videos, but it is cl- oh, it's
1: like making fun of the concept. It is but clearly. The timing,
2: yeah. I mean, it's clearly Kyle Mooney him. who does arguably look a lot oh, like.
1: yeah, he looks exactly. <laughs> that like a, is yeah, unbelievable. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah.
2: That's uh,
0: funny. Do you know what? 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 Did you say that YouTube took action beyond demonetizing him?
1: no actually youtube hasn't demonetized him to my knowledge like youtube hasn't taken any action i would have to say that like, it's what it's, the fuck,
0: yeah. youtube it's, i mean demonetizing doesn't do it, that it, much like if he sells merch and shit and, right
2: and he also well also he has other videos that are still being monetized that one wasn't going to get him a lot of money anyway uh compared to his other stuff um uh, YouTube is more likely to demonetize a video, uh, discussing the allegations for against, slander. uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. against yeah. Dobrik, uh, for, yeah. no, not even, not even for slander, for, for, uh, for, com- for what is, uh, whatever of community guidelines, um, usually about violation content yeah violation guidelines. of community guidelines and they usually cite because you can't talk about sexual yeah assault. exactly unless you're the video yeah. that did uh, the sexual bad. assault no, yeah <laughs> yeah. Jeez. yeah absolutely the whole
1: system is like yeah it's based on like oh if you say the words sexual assault mm-hmm. exactly the, uh, uh, like get demonetized like yeah. it's all algorithmic it's not even like people making those decisions but why yeah
2: but even still like why would you think that the phrase sexual assault would deem a video inappropriate um because it is it's it's such a clinical term it, it clearly indicates that somebody is discussing a topic rather than
1: yeah doing it there needs to be room for context
2: anyway and that's hard we could, yeah. we could bash on youtube we could yeah we could bash <laughs> on youtube's algorithm forever like everyone's done it i'm sure there's a full podcast dedicated to it yeah <laughs> tell me about james tell me about my sweet sister james
1: uh yeah, James, this one will be a little shorter. Uh he's just straight up in sexting minors.
2: Oh wait, hold on. Now I do want to say that I've got a timeline pulled up for uh I keep wanting to say Kyle Mooney. Um
1: <laughs> <laughs> No, not Kyle. R-
2: Kyle's a R- 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 famous Kyle YouTuber though, uh, career after this, podcast airs. Um no, uh Dobrik um Uploads his weekly podcast episode title, Auditioning for SNL, in which he takes the first two minutes of a 39-minute episode to apologize for his past behavior. Uh, something, I I guess I don't have anything to say, but I do know that on February 5th, H3H3 talked about him. February 12th, H3H3 comes back and talks about him. Paytas has comments on him uh she also asked dobrik not to post the video titled i snuck into their hotel room in parentheses surprise uh (laughs) i i'm giving you highlights that i think can that can indicate that there has been bad things he's done but i'm not really reading into anything it seems that he's done a lot uh Okay, Vulture publishes a profile of Paytas in which she states, I have more PTSD from David and Jason than I do hooking on Santa Monica Boulevard. She also blames Dobrik for the downfall of her relationship with Nash, saying she was deemed no longer useful for the vlogs. Wow that's live up. and die
1: by the vlog
2: yeah i mean trisha paytas like so she, she a, talked about. she was a sex
0: worker
1: she was she one was of yeah people
2: and she was also one of the people who were involved in the vlog i we kind of vowed not really to talk about trisha paytas but um uh it's tangent yeah tangent uh tangentially she's i mean that's mentioned. also
0: horrible like to think about like their opinion of sex workers yeah exactly but, and oh, yeah. and and the way them, that yeah.
2: these i mean it sounds like it sounds like the way these these uh these boys treated these uh young humans um who are women was bad and they suck uh also there was a yeah i did see the phrase racist but there wasn't enough in that sentence for me uh, to to find more stuff
1: on it there's some of that basically he just uh, he's uh, quoted talking about how he did this prank where he got uh a black guy he knew to uh like make out with who he thought was a girl in like a funny suit but it was actually his friend like another dude
2: but it was a boy
1: he was like and he was like oh that that'll be really because you know that, th- that stuff doesn't go down well. That doesn't fly in the black community. Like He's oh, talking about that on a that podcast specifically. That is super tough. Like, okay. Yeah, cool. That cool doesn't dude. look
2: good for him. I mean, that's obviously... Oh, shit. That's too bad. Anyway, James Charles. Tell me about him. Tell me about Sweet Baby I James. Did. He
1: he. did. He I sexted heard about- minors.
2: Oh, Has so that- been you are literally done. To that's to it. That's all you had to a say.
0: case? That- <laughs> is there like a legal action being taken against him
1: uh i sure hope so i i don't know
2: <laughs> well let's, let's call him up i think it's let's get james no. charles on the call that was all mm. really lynn how do you feel about all that so far you've heard a lot of tough stuff today are you ready for, yeah all um, your
1: favorite youtube stars sorry, <laughs> i
0: mean like david it doesn't i i will say like my connections is I just did learn about the YouTube algorithm so it is upsetting to know that he probably won't have any like actual YouTube like it'd be more likely for him to get legal action taken against him than YouTube take any action whereas Mm -hmm. like the YouTube like he's just gonna keep I mean, it, it's kind of up to the people to stop watching his yeah, videos it, because YouTube is probably yep. going to keep it pushing his videos. It is absolutely
2: the price of like and that's freedom. It's the price of freedom on the internet. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And
1: uh, I don't know, but at the same time, it's like okay, he's one of your biggest fucking. You money should be makers, able to check this guy out on the and remove. Him, yeah. You you really don't think he's violating your community standards by being an absolute but
2: Tommy? He's making of a money. Tommy, he's making money for them, so it's just crazy how that happens. Yeah, yeah. someone hours. else will get
1: their video taken down yeah, because I, they said a bad mm-hmm. word.
2: I mean every yeah. every single YouTuber that I watch, and they're they're not small people. They're Cody Code, they're Curtis Connor. They're like big Vine people who are now who on YouTube. Are. Yeah, but people who know Vine, they know these people. Um, they are like walking on eggshells trying to avoid even like philosophy tube like she is like walking on eggshells avoiding saying certain things so that they don't get demonetized mm. on youtube but then these little these stupid little bug boys these these nasty little things they're just out there saying whatever they want Ugh, they're so yep. gross i hate them um do you want to hear something fun that's easy to listen to <laughs>
1: Let's do it.
2: Uh, Okay, so Linnea. um, What? On on April 3rd, a big move (gasps) took place. A big move? A big move, Lynn. What's that move? Twelve very important people moved from one historic building to another. We love those. Was it it, George Washington?
1: is Is it the K's?
2: It is not. The, it is. Oh. No, it is not. It is our good friends, the pharaohs of Egypt. Um,
1: what? Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> honest icons.
2: Took a turn. Uh, happy, uh, happy Where did they move to
0: and from?
2: So, they were initially in a... Um, they were initially in their their first museum. Oh shit! I thought I was like so chill, so ready for this. So I'm sorry, it wasn't 12; it was 22. So 22 uh, mummies um, have been moved from the uh, the Egyptian Museum in Tahrir Square uh, to the where are they going? Um, to the national to the National Museum of Egyptian Civilization um so okay. basically egypt has opened a new museum that is higher security it is um high tech uh there's a lot of other stuff it's basically basically a way to draw tourists to egypt um because that is one of their major sources of income Covid happened they were like mm-hmm. let's put a bunch of money into rebuilding the road from this place to this place and also this big museum um back to the road what's very cute about this whole um mummy thing these pharaohs having their big uh their big drive is that it was it was all televised um each of them was in a nitrogen filled container uh on these fancy little they're like hearses but they're like sort of they're all decorated nice so they're I, I fancy have a question. yes tommy
1: was brendan fraser involved no, in he the no he wasn't tommy no he wasn't oh seen, my god it might be helpful to have him around just in case you know
2: they had people in seen historic in Get historic egyptian, egyptian.
0: only by having they had people brendan in historic fraser. egyptian
2: clothing <laughs> a standing guard i mean they also had real security because these are Priceless national treasures. Um, So it was a big show. It was a big show. Um, It is cute. There's a couple of things that I really liked that were really cute. Um, That uh, they repaved the roads um, to protect the specimens from like rocky travel. Um, I really liked that. Uh, There also is. Did they have Rocky there? Ah! (laughs) (laughs) They couldn't get Brendan Fraser, so they took Rocky. Um <laughs> Sylvester Stallone came because they just couldn't afford Brennan Fraser. Oh um, I'm
1: looking at a photo of this. People should look it looks like a Egyptian tank.
2: No, like highly recommend looking at the kinda, pictures. It is yeah. it is it is actually it's a really a cool stunning car. display. Um and uh yeah the top hit is egyptian mummy parade yeah yeah yeah, that's and it was it was on the today show which is like i was like so not ready to decide on a topic and this was it yeah
0: golden tanks
2: aren't they cute yeah so i mean there's obviously like some there is some cultural implications to all of this but um uh it it is wait was it just in like a square
0: where was it before you said it was an up was it a tower square
2: no it's in a museum it's in a museum and tours tower square which is i think kind of just like a little cultural center there a little cultural center makes it sound so diminutive it's just a part of that
1: 22 mummies yeah
2: Yeah, they got they got a lot of shit going on over there um no i mean it'd be like it'd be like a uh a, a sort of touristy area um that probably has like a lot of cultural importance and stuff. I did not look into that aspect of this. I am so sorry. Uh, moving forward uh, in a fun way, um, mm. there are people who are concerned that because of the curses of the mummies, uh, trotting them through the city was probably not this a great what idea. I'm saying. Yeah, because of the curses. You gotta
1: get Brendan on the case.
2: And they talked about how... Uh, how COVID 19 affected the country. They talked about the Suez Canal. They talked about an attack that happened in Egypt a couple of days ago. I believe it was a what was it? They t- so
0: they're saying that this is because
2: Yeah. Of, yeah. They're talking um, about that. And uh and and more Honestly, more importantly, it is it is another opportunity to kind of revisit that, like, moral conversation of um, should we be taking these royals and exhibiting their bodies uncovered Mm -hmm. um, for people to just look at for just anyone to look at? And and especially I I will say that I I think that the thing that feels that the most tough would be. To have foreigners coming into your country and looking at people who who led the civilization that ended up. That ended up being the like country that you represent or whatever, like that that Egypt became, I think that would be tough to make have all that these money. It's true. Um, also, a reminder that like Egypt you gotta has, make that money, money. <laughs> Egypt has a huge Islamic <laughs> population. Um and it is a huge issue of like desecrating the dead. And so there it, it is another opportunity for historians all over the world to reevaluate how we feel about showing imagery of the dead, showing the dead themselves, and a reminder that when you are when you are dealing with the dead, there is a certain level of respect that we need to kind of decide on what we're going to do there. So it is, uh, it is super fun and cute that they all got to move. And I love it when historic historic artifacts go on a little trip. Um and it's also a super great opportunity to uh re- reevaluate values for everybody in the historic community. Um and I think it I mean I like that I'm it was like Mummy's Day out. I'm
0: super excited that Egypt had this yeah. like front and center like um, a huge moment yeah and so it's really pretty so
2: and they you know i will say that egypt does pop up a lot if if you're looking for it um i think uh like any of those things if you're if you're if you have a little toes in the historic or the like uh the archaeological community at all um egypt pops up a lot they've got a lot of stuff going on um they have a lot of great like
1: you mean if you have that in your algorithm and
2: yeah exactly robots
1: decide to show you more of those stories yeah
2: exactly and there's a lot of like moral stuff and like legal stuff that that happens in terms of how they treat and how the rest of the middle east treats um history and archaeology and that's really important for the world over in terms of how we treat archaeology and preservation um they're a huge player in the way that we treat historic artifacts. Um, but uh, if you don't know, you don't know. And so Egypt being kind of pushed up, it's another opportunity for a bunch of little ADHD kids to get hyper-focused on mummies again. And I cannot oh, wait. Yeah. we. I was
0: obsessed with mummies. Lo- I was obsessed with Egypt. We
2: love our kids who I love the- mummies in Egypt.
0: What? We love what was them. There was a coo- My favorite computer game was mummies in egypt i can't remember Fuck yeah i love that one that's so, <laughs> so good fun. that's so
2: good tommy did you like mummies when you were a kid uh
1: no but i've made a mummy short film before so i was part I of that i was
2: i was in that Tom. yeah you were um, yeah we
1: were kind of cornered there because it was a 48 hour <laughs> film festival yeah. and they gave us the genre mummy or werewolf so we picked mummy I thought mummy was cute, and it was
2: also easier to costume than werewolf would have been. So I appreciate that choice.
1: Yeah, Uh, that's that's true.
2: And uh, yeah, that's great. Um, Tommy, did you have like a did you have a hyper focus as a child? Did you have like a weird did you have a Uh... weird history thing like Pompeii or
1: uh, Bloody Mary or obsessed. I was obsessed with Bionicle, but I don't think that's a can of worms to want to open. We're not in ready. The, in the uh, closing moments of this podcast. Tommy, Tommy
2: uh, closing. You, can, you can obviously we're just beginning. edit this out, but when is your birthday, Tommy?
1: Uh, it's
2: Bionicle it's... Day <laughs> no,
1: 2021. It's August. <laughs> it's August. That's
0: August 10th. So, uh, Tommy, no, I think.
1: Mine is August 24th.
0: Wait, August 10th is actually Bionicle Day?
1: <laughs> yeah, because it's 8 <laughs> one Bionicle, like Bionicle.
0: (laughs) Well, at least you share the same month (laughs) as Bionicle's birthday. Not bullshitting Tommy, it's a, it's a Tommy, real thing. Tommy, you have be the same this year. You have it's the a, 20th
1: anniversary. You have the same horoscope Bob Thompson as, is going to be speaking.
2: Tommy, you have the, same, you have the same horoscope as <laughs> as *Bionicles*. You have the same horoscope <laughs> as *Bionicles*. <laughs> wait, what's your birthday actually, Tommy? He's at August 24th. It's August 24th. Oh nope. You're out. Different sign, different, yeah, size, like different a, a sign. A a sign, different sign Different sign. Okay, okay, okay.
1: You're on
0: the bionicle cusp yeah, yeah. but you're, you're not. A bio- yeah, you're <laughs> a bionical cusp. Sure. I'll I'll um, take it. So I'm a bionicle cusp. I'm a bionical cusp, um, um, Leo Cusc. <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah uh, bionicle
0: uh, <laughs> My Little Pony Cusp.
2: <laughs> uh, <laughs> um Tommy, I think I think for August we'll have to do a Bionicle special. I think Bionicles all month for August. We could actually... Uh, Tommy, we could do a live stream of you trying to explain Bionicles to us.
1: We'll see. I'm, I'm saving that. You could fly
2: to the Midwest. saving that
1: content. Tommy, fly to but, the Midwest.
2: Uh, Come visit me and Linnea. We mm. can...
0: Saving that content for paid viewers.
1: Speaking of saving things... uh ah, Linnea, geez. save us and wrap up this episode.
0: I mean, honestly, it went by so fast, I feel like we just started. Um, so... I learned about, like, really cool stuff, but I thought that there would be something bigger that happened. Fuck you. Um,
1: (laughs) Now you see why we didn't do more episodes.
0: Than the song Deja Vu, but, you know, it just seems like Deja Vu was really the moment of the month and maybe of the year. So, um... I'm kidding you guys look mad no I'm, uh those were really awesome i'm sorry i didn't I just talk really about little sex so
2: i i as soon as he said it, i was like oh geez i actually watched um i did watch that video with my mom because i haven't watched the video yet it, it's it's good he came under fire because he he kissed the devil he had he fucked to the devil. he had sex with the devil yeah, but he, he said something about nike he, he like had a okay. sponsorship
0: with Nike, and he put like a gay Real thing Real quick, on.
2: because Nike you, has, you a, don't gay know Nike
1: Nike has no. a gay shoe
2: Nike has a shoe.
1: Hold on, hold on, hold the fuck up. Uh, he is working with an art collective. The art collective, uh, they had previously made like a Jesus Nike shoe. But what they do is like they'll okay. buy the shoes and then just sell a limited number of the shoes modified, so that they're like technically legally able to do it as art. Um, and then with this, they made them Satan shoes and put in a wow. vial My facts of have blood. Been all wrong. They okay. put a vial of blood in each shoe from members of the team, and now they're getting sued by Nike. Go figure. Uh, yep.
2: Because they're doing basically Good a luck crime. Luck with that one. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> Honestly, I get it. Um, he also came under fire because it was just Satan shit and gay shit. Uh,
1: and it was a slow news month I think yeah <laughs> the there wasn't right a ton going on to and over. so
2: I, I did I actually ended up watching it with my mom before work on like Friday or something and uh, I will say the music video is nice it's fun the music the song bops uh, but uh, Julie Strickland's review of it was yeah I, I I don't know why the Christians are mad this time so (laughs) uh yeah it was it was good
1: well on that note take us home yeah on that
0: note uh let's do the second wrap up for the night um i learned a lot and i hope that you did too (laughs) uh i feel (laughs) like next week we're gonna have some great big topics to talk about and if you want to um talk to us you can call tommy on our voicemail which is linked in well, our you'll um you'll
1: call all of us by doing it but call not all just of me
0: us. uh and you can find us on apple podcasts Spotify. i don't think we're on apple
1: <laughs> <laughs> i don't think anchor put us on apple for some reason
0: you can find us on whatever uh streaming service is affiliated with anchor and uh, share with your friends.
1: Yeah. Okay. Goodbye. Goodbye. Hey.
2: That was good, Tommy. That was a good one. I had fun.